we look forward to having you back. We look forward to having Drunvalo with you next time, hopefully. And uh, we'll keep everyone posted. Thank you so much. Namaste. And now we have Daniel Masters' uh, other half, and I welcome Agathy Chris. Uh, and of course, um, joining us is Agathy Chris, who is a speaker, a workshop facilitator, a trainer, and a coach. Agathy's workshops and talks are all focused on the heart, which she believes is the door that leads to true wisdom and oneness. Welcome, Agathy. Thank you so much. I'm, uh, I'm very happy to, to be with you and to share some thoughts and ideas and experiences. Oh, thank you so much. We're actually very honored to have you and I know you've got a wealth of knowledge. Uh, so let's just, uh, let's just get started here. Now, why do you feel that the heart is the door that leads to true wisdom and oneness? I First of all, I think it's, it's experiential, right? So this was my experience in a sense of um, in, in modern world belief that, you know, the brain is a leader and we should think and do everything in a logical way. And uh, obviously, as a young child being introduced to these ideas, you strive in your life to fulfill them in, in such a way that it makes sense. And uh, for me, it, I realized that after arriving at that point where I, have, I had fulfilled, you know, what my mind was telling me, what society was telling me, what I could think in a logical way, it still felt that there is something missing. And the moment that I realized that there is something missing, even though logically I should be feeling fulfilled, yes, then all the, if you like, uh, questions and, and answers came to me about the heart. And it, it brought me into a much deeper state of understanding myself. Yes. And I mean, if you go to maybe all ancient traditions, they all speak about the heart. Maybe it's not clearly set out as that, but if you tap into the information, you will see that the heart always played an important role. Yes. And today science is coming, backing this up, saying that the heart is so important and it's not just the pump and that the electromagnetic field of the heart, right, is the biggest in our body. Yes. Which is huge in a sense of all the information that is there that our heart captures or our heart um, transfers all around us. Yes. So, yes. I feel that the heart is the base. It's yeah. where we start. It's where we naturally are. Yes. And how we can grow and expand. Yes, yes. Well, I know for some of the audience, they may not be familiar, but uh, Agathy, uh, from her professional life, was a lawyer. And of course, her heart led her back onto the path. And here she is now sharing her deep, profound uh, understanding and wisdom. And we thank you for that. Now, I'm excited for you to share the program 
the new program and all its de details about the intuitive child. Uh, can you explain what it is and who it's for, what age groups and how people can benefit if they take the intuitive child program that you offer? For sure. It's a, it's a program that we have been intending to, to create and put out there for a very long time. And I'm so happy that it came together and in, in such a way that is really a beautiful uh, set of exercises and information and tools and so many things all you know, squeezed into one program. Yes. So the Intuitive Child program is online. So we wanted, first of all, to have it available to everybody all around the world any time in the day they can log in they can you know go through the exercise they can go through the material mm -hmm. now it it's um developed in such a way that it could be used by obviously by parents right yes. that uh they want to improve their relationship with their children their communication with their children yes. understand yeah. more about yes. their children and about themselves. Also, any person who is dealing with children, any person who is working with children or taking care of children or in, in any way interacts with children. And then we have segment that is specifically designed for the children. So we have exercises that are uh, intended for the child to do right and the ages i would say depends i mean you can start very early in a, in the in a way that for example if the child is very young and will not sit in front of the computer to do maybe some exercises the parent or the person who's taking the course can do these exercises with them in a slow way or in a fast way or in a in a way that the, the child they will keep the child's attention yes and then it can go up to teenagers uh so it's a very wide range in a sense we focus on uh emotions that children are going through yes so how do i deal when my child is uh, feeling angry or is feeling sad or is feeling i don't know um upset or uh, grief or something what can i do with exercises for those specific <clears throat> feelings right and emotions and then we also have exercises and and talks about the adults because i know lots of people think yeah it's for my child and i'm gonna do it for my child but the adult that has a relationship with the child is most of the times the most important um, factor in the relationship with the child yes so as an adult we can direct our children in the different you know behaviors understandings as long as we are in such a space so we go through in the course we go through um, information and exercises on how we as adults as parents as teachers as educators can bring ourselves into a balanced and harmonized state where we can have the patience the openness uh the um the harmony if you like to deal with a child from mm -hmm. a calm way from a balanced you know perspective mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
No, I totally, totally get it because, you know, we, I know you've called it a beautiful name, the intuitive child, but at the same time, within each adult is still a child. So it actually serves a great purpose. It's not just for your child or your student, if you're a teacher, uh, it is for yourself as well. It's like the counselor or the coach, life coach, who decides I'm going to counsel or be a coach to someone and in, in, in return, they also get a huge benefit. They understand themselves. Of course, and, it, and it's very interesting because you go through these emotions that, you know, in, in children, it's very obvious, right? That they're feeling these emotions. They're very pure, they're very transparent. In adults, when we're going through these emotions, we're trying to hide them because it's not appropriate. You know, we try to sort of manage and we ignore them in a way. And I think it rings a lot of bells for, for us, for the adults that, yeah, I do feel the same way. Like my child is feeling this way and I don't know, is thumping their, you know, their legs, thumping their legs and all this stuff, but I'm not doing that, but I'm still feeling the same way. So I could use or understand myself through them. And what's very important, and I always say, even though sometimes it's not, you know, easily accepted that our children mirror us. They're the perfect mirror of who we are and whatever we are going through. Yes, yeah. So we start from us and our children are the extension of that. So there is a beautiful... Um, way and a beautiful communication and so many lessons that we learn from our children so i really love this course it's it's so amazing and uh, and everything in it and uh, yeah i hope it is going to be embraced by the people and that truly will help you know the parents the teachers and everybody to have a better relationship with the children and also for the children to connect in a different way yes yes and just for the parents out there or for anyone that's interested or knows of a child that may may need this one of the big aha moments that i had is that when a child you know a simple thing like a child says mommy my tummy hurts and and realistically what they're trying to say but they don't have the words for it is that you know they're feeling anxious or stressed out and it's in their stomach and so you could benefit huge where you have this opportunity of, of communication. Now, on that note, why is this work so important at this time? It's, it's very important, and especially this time because our children are also, I wouldn't say they're different. I mean, they are different from previous generations, as every generation is different from the other one. Yes. But yeah. I think we are going through a transitioning period and uh, if you if we don't find the balance in it if we don't create harmonious relationships within us and around us then what i find is that the trouble is even bigger than it used to be mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the energy is changing in such a way that everything comes to surface so there is no more space or time to hide things inside of you to hold them down to suppress emotions so it's not the time for that it's like you know it all the emotions that we've kept inside are exploding and i see so many changes you know people from all over the world are saying you know how 
so many changes in my life and this happened and this happened and it's like it's a roller coaster ride and all these things it's a time for us to go within us to clear up everything that's there to create uh harmony and balance and be heart-centered and it's if you like our obligation to teach our children the same thing because you have teenagers today and you have young adults today that truly have no idea of purpose in their life of what am I, they're wondering what am i doing i thought you know money is important and i have money and i don't feel it that way and they're being depressed and they're being sad and you have you know all these sad in situations happening all over the world from people from from young adults from teenagers that are filled with life so for me when people tell me that i say you know what we as a generation have not learned what's important we have not um, connected with our heart and that's why we haven't taught our children that so it is time for us to to find it ourselves and then pass the message to our children of living in their hearts of knowing who they are to be truthful to themselves and then growing from that and blossoming and creating a community that you know we truly want to be part of yes yes well and this work you know at this time is so vital so important uh and you know how beautiful is that that you can be uh able to have the opportunity to teach your children that they can recognize and understand their emotions and then self-regulate. And, and if they can self-regulate, it's a beneficial state for everyone that's around them. The environment, the world changes. And, and uh, I commend you for bringing this program together. It's awesome. And I just have way too much on my plate right now, but it's on my bucket list. <laughs> Now, I know you're a mother to a very special and beautiful child, and I know we've discussed the demands on women in their many different roles in today's world. Um, what are some of your tips for women in this demanding world? Oh, that's a very long subject. You <laughs> <laughs> would be great, yes. I, you know, I remember when I first had uh, my son, and he was maybe not even one year old and you know we got out of that infant stage where your attention is just at the child and actually there is no much of you left because it's just you know you have to be there for your child as an infant so going back from that phase of uh that that a small child to back to let's say society or socializing for myself, I remember that it was a very hard time identifying myself in a sense of, yes, I'm a mother, yes, I have responsibilities, but I'm still the same person. I still have um, things that I would like to do, to enjoy, to experience. So career and, you know, all the ideas we have. And it was a period of time that was very hard to, to find the balance in it until I realized about accepting everything right that I can be all these things at the same time it doesn't make me less and as a mother it doesn't make me less of a mother 
that I can leave my child for two hours to a, a babysitter or you know uh, a friend that can take care of my child and have a coffee with a friend or you know uh, just enjoy myself and remember that you know I am this person and and I need to find balance within myself at the same time in order to be fully there with my child. So me time is very important. I Even if it's a cup of coffee with a friend. Yeah, it, it is. The, it's the most important part of juggling and balancing all, the, all these roles that we have. Yeah. So finding time every day to, to spend with yourself. Even if it's time for a coffee with a friend, if it's a meditation that takes 15 minutes or half an hour, if it's heart imagery exercises, for example, I love them. They just take me out of this world and they just put you in a different world. Anything, going to the gym, uh, taking a walk in the, in the forest, anything that can remind you of being in touch with yourself, right? And the truth of who you are. And um, that's, that's hugely important. Yeah, yeah, no, totally understand. You know, I, I think as women, um, we, we, I think, create a lot of uh, demand and stress and an anxiety within ourselves because, you know, it can only exist on the inside. The feeling of anxiety and stress is on the inside. So you've created it. And so you really, you know, when the clock is ticking and you're feeling the pressure, sometimes it's good to just stop. And that's very nicely put. And, and thank you for that, Agathy. And I know we're coming uh, to an end very soon. Um, a couple of more questions and we, we'll have you on again. Um, now you've traveled with Daniel around the world. Do you feel that women everywhere are going through similar challenges or is that just here? Or is there just, maybe you can name a few places that you've sensed or felt that women over there um, are doing something different and it's right? You know, it's, I think it's, it's a process that is all over the world that women are challenging the position that they were put on put in by society and and it's culture and it's society that has you know gave women these roles that we thought are just those yeah. so today because everything is being challenged and great changes are happening women are challenging these roles and they're saying no it's i'm not just this and i'm not just that and i can be this and i can be that and i can have i don't know a huge career and i can have children and i can say i don't want to have children and i can you know take the lead and i don't need to wait for somebody and it's you know women sensitivity and vulnerability were thought as uh detrimental so they were thought like Oh, we don't want this in our society. This is not what we need. Yes. Because we didn't know that vulnerability, sensitivity, adjustability, and flexibility that could I, uh, be a characteristics of, of a feminine energy are so powerful. So today, people are realizing that there is so much power. If you think of water, right? 
it flows, it moves, it changes. And women and the feminine aspect is very similar. At the same time, water has a huge strength and power and it can go through anything. It doesn't stop at nothing. And I feel that women have understood that today or they're trying to realize that today. And it empowers so much, you know, our women all over the world that they step out and they're saying, you know what, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to take this. And, and you start putting your own limits and your own, you know, um, boundaries in what you're going to do and what you're not going to do, what you're going to be defined by and what you're not going to be defined by. And it's such a beautiful thing to see it all over the world. And I feel that it's balancing the masculine and the feminine are balancing now. And it's not about being more. Sometimes there is a, an innuendo of, you know, uh, it's going to be more. We are more this, we are more that. It's not about more. It's about the balance with it. It's about embracing the feminine aspect, the vulnerable, the flexible, the, you know, adaptable, the flowing aspect with the masculine aspect that is structured because we do need structure in our life. So balancing all this and it's the yin yang, right? So it all comes together. And I think humanity today is realizing that, that you need both, not just one, both are coming together. And yeah, yeah women are it's beautiful it's beautiful so now share with us any other great teachings that are coming soon because i know you and master daniel are always cooking something (laughs) oh we are we're always you know as everything is changing at the same time you know so many new new and old teachings are coming through and um our uh we're done with our work with the intuitive child so it's out there we have uh, an online portal now that we have our meditations online so anybody can go in and get the meditations yes Um, Yes. beautiful beautiful exercises we have uh, the yin energy heart imagery there yes which is also uh it was such a nice process it was 12 months of heart imagery exercises going through a whole process of it. Hmm. We are planning to have some new things uh, coming up and uh, that's exciting, but I don't have definite details for them yet. Yes, but I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> I, know, I mean, how could you be living on this beautiful, beautiful planet and not be creating? <laughs> it's true, you have to create. You're create. We are creating, you know, every moment. And our life is a creation of, of whatever we are, you know, putting out there. Yeah. So, yeah, it's about sharing the love. And the school of the heart is growing. And we have so many people are all around the world that are sharing this beauty and living in the heart and opening their hearts so that's great that's wonderful anything that you would like to share with the audience that we haven't discussed and and you feel that uh that you know is something that you would like to mention or i think the only thing that i would like to say is that we 
are learning to love ourselves unconditionally. And uh, that's the stepping stone to anything we do. So accepting ourselves and forgiving ourselves and just loving ourselves. Yes, love. Love is all there is. Well, thank you so much uh, for joining us. Now, if anyone wants to get a hold of you, where can they get a hold of you? Do you have a website that you can offer? And sure. as well for Daniel uh, as well? Of course. So uh, my website is www.agathi.net. And uh, you can also find at the schooloftheheart.com all our workshops and all everything that we are doing. Daniel's website, of course, danielmeidel.com. Yes. <laughs> Many websites. Yes. And uh, we, are, uh, we, we have there all the information of uh, the programs that we, we're having either live at the you know, different areas of the world or online programs and details on how people can reach us. And Perfect. we're always Perfect. here. Thank you. Thank you so much you. for uh, joining us today. And that brings us to a close here at Uplifting Humans, where we honor, empower, educate, and inspire the listener. I'm your host, Solyndron Buller. Please tune in to upliftinghumans.com where we post all our YouTube videos as well as our past podcasts and please don't forget to share with family and friends and we look forward to hearing from you until next time have a wonderful day